it's Marley from The Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Monday, January 2nd. So today we will have the moon move out of Taurus energy and move into Gemini energy. That will definitely be a welcome shift as we kind of get rid of the low and slow energy that we've been in with the moon being in Taurus, contributing to all of these other planets in the earth energy. Shifting into Gemini energy, we're moving up to the mental plane. We are getting a little bit chatty Cathy again. We are thinking back. We are thinking forward. We're bouncing all around our curiosity is peaked. We have a lot of interest in stimulation from the outside world compared to when the moon was in Taurus. We just wanted to kind of curl up in a ball with a blanket, with some food, with a good movie, and just kind of be present and content in the here and now. So the moon will be shifting out of the Taurus energy going void, of course, at 517 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will be moving into the Gemini energy at 9.45 p.m. Now, let me just say this might kind of make falling asleep a little bit difficult. And if you're lucky enough to fall asleep, you're likely going to have a lot of mental processing going on in that dreamscape. Now, we have 13 different aspects taking place here today. Definitely a busy day in the cosmos. Seven of them involve the moon. The other key factors here today are Mercury, who of course is retrograde in Capricorn, and Venus, who will be shifting out of Capricorn energy and moving into Aquarius energy. So if you haven't listened to the January energy forecast that I put out already, I'm going to recommend you do so. If you haven't listened to the Venus moving into Aquarius astro forecast that I put out, I'm going to recommend you do so. If you haven't downloaded your Zodiac forecast for the month, you should probably do that so that you know where these energy shifts will be impacting your life first and foremost. And again, please try to listen to the 2023 energy forecast that I put out, breaking down each month of the year, the highs and lows, the everything in between, so that you have a good idea about where, what kind of energy we're moving into, what kind of lessons we're moving into, and what kind of changes and transformations that we can expect over the course of the year. I put a lot of content out there. I bust my ass towards the end of the year just to make sure that we all have a good understanding about what the year to come is actually going to bring us. So I would really encourage you to do the work to set yourself up for success, to gain as much wisdom and knowledge as possible and bring in, suck in all that content that I've put out there so that you have the best opportunity to navigate these energies with as much grace and as much ease as possible. So the very first aspect that we have is actually a very, very positive one. It's between Mercury and Neptune. So Mercury is the lower level intellect, while Neptune is the higher level intellect. Neptune is our soul space. It connects us with our dreams, with our vision, with our imagination, with our creativity. And Mercury is the lower level intellect that kind of applies logic, practicality, strategy, planning to the vision, to the dreams that we're bringing in from the highest level of our intellect and making sense of it so we can actually bring it to life. So what this is going to do is our minds are going to just be blown wide open, especially to different points of view, 
to different perspectives, to different understandings, especially when reflecting back on some spiritual life lessons that we've all gone through. This is going to kind of trigger and activate our imagination, our spiritual perception and understanding. This is going to definitely make us a little bit more hypersensitive with our psychic abilities, with our abilities to tap into the energies, the subtle energies around us. Again, you may need to practice a little bit of uh, energetic boundaries, if you will, in order to make sure that you aren't taking on other people's energies and that you are only standing in your own. This is a great time to be inspired. This is a great time to move into that la la land, that imaginative land. This is a great time to lose yourself in writing, in poetry, in music, in spiritual practices. That is all up this Mercury and Neptune's alley. So I would definitely recommend that you take care of that. Now, the sun in Capricorn is going to trine, which is a beautiful energy, with the north node, the true node in Taurus energy. So we got some earth on earth action here. And what this is doing is highlighting for us where it is that we need to grow, where it is that we need to change, where it is that we need to heal. Now, here's the thing. We have a lot of energy supporting us in taking a grounded, realistic, practical approach to what we have to resolve before we can actually move forward. But I don't want this to be an overwhelming thing. It's not supposed to be an overwhelming thing. It's a trine. It means that we're like willing to boss up to the challenges, to the obstacles, to the problems that we have essentially been running away from. And you know, with the Capricorn energy, we're very grounded, we're in our, you know, boss mentality, we're thinking long term. And we're recognizing that in order to bring forth some of our long term dreams, visions and goals, we have to kind of tackle some of the problems, whether it be in our own self esteem, our self confidence, whether it be relationship dynamics, whether it be, um, you know, old projects that still need to be wrapped up, there's some kind of blockage there. And we're recognizing where it is that we have to fix it, solve it, heal it, grow through it in order for us to actually get to our end goal. The moon is going to go ahead and square, get into the boxing ring with Saturn, the Lord of Karma, which isn't going to feel very good. We are feeling the weight of the world on our shoulders and on our heart space. What we want to do, what we feel we need to do in order to take care of ourselves is being kind of, um, I'm going to say competitive with the roles, the responsibilities with our commitments, with our obligations, what we want to do, we can't do because we have other things that we have to do that we have to do first before we're freed up to actually do the things that we want to do. This is very much, uh, you know, commitment versus pleasure, right? Roles and responsibilities versus wants, needs and desires. And it's not going to feel good. But what we realize out of this is, you know what, I have commitments, I have obligations. Are they sucking the life out of me? Probably. Do I have the ability to change them? Well, a little bit. So where do I want to start experimenting with adding a little bit of an energy dynamic into the roles and responsibilities, the obligations and commitments that I've already identified are preventing me and blocking me from actually doing what I want to do, what I need to do, what I desire to do, that I know will bring me joy right? So this is very much like roles and responsibilities that aren't very much fun, preventing us from doing the things that are going to make us feel good. The moon trines Mercury shortly after. This means that our heart and our head are working together. 
And because Mercury is retrograde, we are very reflective. We are looking back. The moon, typically speaking, has us looking back. And what we know when our heart and our head is on the same page is that we have an aha moment. And that aha moment is likely going to come because they're both in earth energies with seeing our tasks and chores, our roles, our routines from a different set of eyes. Yes, there are certain things that we have to do that we might not want to do that do not feel good for us to do, but we can revamp them in a different way. I often use the vacuuming analogy as, as you know, an example, we all clean our house in a certain routine in a certain flow. And sometimes if you were just to do everything that you normally do in a backwards progression, it's going to feel weird as hell. First of all, you're still going to have the same outcome. It's still going to be clean once you're done, but it actually feels like you're in a different world. Like you're doing something new and exciting and you're bringing a little bit of variety, a little bit of spice to a very mundane tasks and chore that not very many of us actually enjoy. So I would recommend that you take that analogy and you run with it. You try it in realistic real life too. And just see what I mean by shifting the energies with a very frequent daily task, daily routine, daily chore. The moon is going to sextile Neptune. So this is a beautiful energy because of course, Mercury, our headspace sextiled Neptune as the day started off. Now our emotional self, our unconscious self is sextiling Neptune. And what this is doing is it's bringing up all the good feels. We're feeling good. We're in imaginary land. We are recognizing what it is that we want to create. We're feeling good about the current situation and where it is that we're going. We are tapping into a new level of our intuition, a new level of our dreams and our vision. And because that moon is in Taurus energy, it's very grounded, which means that we're not floating off in la la land and conjuring up a bunch of fantasies and imaginational scenarios that aren't achievable. We're actually, you know, in the realm of possibility of bringing these babies to life. And that feels good. It's exciting. It inspires us once again. And it feels good to be able to bring some of our highest dreams, our highest visions, our highest desires into the physical body where we can actually like mull over them, add logic and practicality to them, bring them to life. It's a very exciting time. Mercury goes ahead though and bumps into Saturn, which doesn't feel so freaking good. I'm going to say that we may feel blocked. We may feel restricted in um, being able to express our innermost thoughts, our innermost feelings. We're having a hard time with Mercury being retrograde to actually articulate what it is that we're thinking and feeling and being able to communicate that outwardly. Again, this is definitely an introverted type of energy. But it also feels because, you know, Mr. Saturn here tends to block us, tends to, you know, kind of squash a lot of things. It does kind of feel like we're struggling to be able to convey our thoughts, our feelings, what it is that we expect, what it is that we want, we need, we desire. And of course, that never feels good. But when we're kind of stuck and not being able to express outwardly, what we do is we have to sit with it. And we have to explore where it is that we feel choked up or feel verklempt or feel blocked or challenged in actually being able to express ourselves. And what that does is it gives us an opportunity to learn and it gives us an opportunity to do things differently when we're gifted with the opportunity in a futuristic sense to do what it is that we can't do in this present moment. The sun 
in Capricorn energy is going to square, get into the boxing ring with Chiron, the wounded healer. So this is really going to take some wind out of our sails. This is going to kind of deliver a blow in our confidence. This is going to bring up a lot of fears, a lot of doubts, a lot of insecurities. We're not really trusting our inner intuition. We're not really trusting our heart space. You know, that Capricorn energy just wants us to kind of deal with the logical, practical here and now. And we are having a hard time that with our vulnerabilities, I would say we're having a hard time being real and raw and vulnerable. And this is going to bring up a lot of the negative Nancy narrative, a lot of the Debbie Downer type of attitude, a lot of pessimism. Um, it's also going to bring up a lot of indecision. We're questioning things right now. We don't feel safe. We don't feel secure. We don't feel certain about our path, about our directions, about, um, you know, what it is that we believe in our mission, our purpose. We're really just falling apart right now. Now this dip, let's, let's call it a dip. We are going to dip in our confidence. We're going to dip in our physical energies. We're going to dip in our truth, if you will, our faith. Um, we can find ourselves, if we're not careful, being very impressionable, very vulnerable and following other people's directives, other people's thoughts, other people's beliefs, because we want to follow something. But if we don't trust ourselves, then we look to other people to lead the way. And that can be very dangerous. And we can we can have super, super regrets if we choose to do this. What we should be doing is recognizing, hey, not feeling so good, not feeling so safe, not feeling so stable, not feeling so certain, kind of makes me feel raw and vulnerable, kind of feel uncomfortable here. Instead of, you know, searching and identifying and committing to someone else or someone else's path or someone else's ideas, I think I'm just going to pull in and I'm going to sit with it until maybe I can come up with my own resolution. The last thing that you want to do is scramble and align with someone else and their beliefs and their path and their direction, just because you lack the confidence and the faith in order to trust yourself. This is a very short blip in our, in our little funk here. And I don't want you to make any decisions or any commitments or align with anybody else until this particular funk passes. Now the moon is going to semi square Chiron. This is definitely going to bring up a lot of the darkness, a lot of the funk, a lot of the shadow realm, we are going to be absolutely paralyzed in our direction and our beliefs and our emotion. We are kind of just hunkering down, which, you know, isn't bad, isn't bad advice. It's kind of what I said would be the best for us instead of, you know, losing our shit, losing our direction, losing our, our faith and, and aligning with someone else's that could, you know, lead us astray. It is better to curl up in a ball and to ride out the funk until you feel like yourself again. But the moon semi squaring Chiron is going to bring up like all of our wounds. That's what Chiron does. He illuminates our wounds so that we can attempt to heal them. And with the moon and Taurus, like we're stubborn, we're fixed. We are in an uncomfortable situation that we refuse to change, refuse to let go of, refuse to surrender to. We are refusing to look back, refusing to look forward. Instead, we're just curled up in this ball of this present moment, sitting in the funk of our shadow realm selves. Doesn't feel good, but again, this moment too shall pass. The moon is going to make an awkward interaction with the sun. 
And this is really going to leave us again in this present moment, not knowing whether to stay, whether to go. Should we run back to the past or should we run all the way away from the past to the future? Again, the best advice is to sit in the uncomfortability of this present moment. We have a lot changing. We have a lot shifting. Keep in mind, Venus is going to be at her critical 29th degree in Capricorn energy. She rules over the moon in Taurus. She is preparing to make a major shift and we are going to feel that later on this evening. Now at 517, this is when the moon is going to go void, of course, but the last aspect that the moon makes is a trine, which is a beautiful energy with Pluto, the great transformer who is in Capricorn energy, who, if you listen to yesterday's energy forecast, you would know has a lot of power over 2023. Venus and Pluto had a conjunction. The very first aspect of 2023 was Venus and Pluto coming together to focus on the power struggles that they are currently having over identifying our wants, needs and desires where love and money is concerned, where relationships are concerned, where bossing up to new levels of authority within our own selves are concerned. Now, the moon trining with Pluto does suggest that we're coming out of the funk and we're having some aha moments. We have had some aha moments that have triggered and acted as a catalyst on the deepest psychological level in our realm that has essentially transformed the way it is that we actually feel. Sometimes sitting in the darkness reveals the light. Sometimes reviewing our pain reveals our greatest power. This is very much the Plutonian vibe. And this is very empowering. And this is a good vibe for us to now move into the moon being void, of course, where things get shaky and things get very unstable. So 8.55 p.m., we have Venus in her very last degree of Capricorn energy, making a harmonious aspect with Chiron, the wounded healer. This is another boss up. This is another identification of where it is that we are growing, where it is that we are healing, where it is that we are identifying the problems that are still alive and well in us, preventing us from truly aligning with what it is that we want, need and desire, not only in our happiness, our joy and our pleasure, but in our relationships. This is a big deal. Listen to the 2023 energy forecast that I put out there. I go into depth on what the vibration of seven is all about. And it's very much Venus ruled. And it's very much about relationships. And just as Venus makes this beautiful interaction with Chiron, healing certain wounds that we just sat in the funk in order to acknowledge, we have Venus moving into Aquarian energy at 9, 10 p.m., then we have the moon moving into Gemini energy, 9.45 p.m. And then at 9.49 p.m., we have the last aspect of the day, which is the moon in Gemini trining beautiful vibration, beautiful harmonization of energies with Venus, who is fresh in this Aquarian energy. We get some air on air action. And what we know to be true is now we're seeing a bigger perspective of our wants, needs and desires, a bigger perspective of the relationship dynamics that we've been illuminated to are sucking the life out of us and that we need to free ourselves from. This is a huge heart activation. Again, please listen to the Ascension forecast for this week on a list of the physical, I'm going to say symptoms that we will experience with these particular energy shifts. But our heart and our head 
They're in air energy. We're open to change. We're open to seeing a different perspective. We're open to experimenting. We're open to identifying where it is that the weight, the heaviness, the low and slow energy kept us in a state of paralyzation. And now in air energy, where we're ready to free things up and use our beautiful brilliance in order to come out, come up with some out of the box solutions to some of the very heavy and weighted heart chakra issues that we've been illuminated to when discerning who and what makes us happy and who and what needs to stay and needs to go.